Now at this point, you've probably seen a bunch of videos already on YouTube suggesting how you can buy real estate with no money down. In this video, I'm gonna break down what is the closest thing possible that you can do that's similar in Australia. So if you're interested in my whiteboard video, then definitely keep watching. Hey guys, my name's Ravi and welcome back to Personal Finance with Ravi Sharma. If you're new here, smash that subscribe button because I talk about real estate, cryptocurrency and financial freedom. Now the thing is, when you go out there and you buy property, there's one way to do it, which is go out there with 20% deposit and go and purchase it the traditional way. Or there's option two. Now in this video, I'm gonna showcase exactly how you can use equity from one property to buy another. And what you're gonna find is you'll be able to scale up your portfolio a lot quicker. And yes, towards the end of this video, it gets quite advanced, but I urge you to stay all the way through. Now, when you're building out a portfolio, it's very important to get the strategy right and actually know which direction you're taking when you're buying property. It's not good enough here in 2023 to be going out, buying property and hoping for the best. There are so many resources out there and I'd go to argue there's probably too many resources, which is why you need the right team. And that's why we have the buyer's agency search property. If you're interested, book in a free call. We've just got some new sessions that have opened and I'm sure they're going to get booked out ASAP. And if you want to know a little bit more about the buyer's agency, how it works and what the process is, definitely contact me down below. So we're going to start off with a few things that are quite basic, but then we're going to move gradually through this video higher up into a more advanced level. And what you're going to find and realize is that if you're doing it the traditional way, it is so slow. And that's unfortunately what we get taught. That's a maximum we get taught. And that's not even from school. It's probably from experiences or people doing it. What I'm going to teach you right now is how to accelerate that so you can scale up your portfolio to five or 10 properties. Now, the normal way to buy property right now is to have a 20% deposit, and then the rest will be made up of an 80% loan from the bank and that's your fancy house on the side. So if you go out there and you assume to buy a property for $450,000, you would need a 20% deposit, which would be $90,000. And then you have some upfront costs, things like stamp duty, conveyancing, pest and build and things like that. So your upfront cost is $20,000. Now, because this is the traditional way of doing things, you're not going to go and get a buyer's agent. You're like, I'm going to save my money. I want to do this myself. And it's possible, but I'm going to showcase the importance of using one later. So you go out there and your upfront cost is $110,000 to purchase that property. Now, as that property increases in value, the amount that you need as total upfront cash is also going to increase because obviously a deposit is going to be dictated by what the price of the property is. Now, if you're in the boat of going, well, that's all well and good, but how do I get to five plus properties? Well, option one is if you've saved $110,000 for your first property, you just got to do that five times, which is just over half a million dollars. Now I get it. There might be a handful of people watching right now that actually have this sort of cash, which is amazing. But for the majority of us, we don't have this sort of money lying around. I sure as hell know that I've never had $550,000 lying in my bank account doing absolutely nothing. So instead, we want that money to continue working for us. And yes, you could go and save every single year, but but is there another way? And of course there is, because otherwise what the hell would the rest of the video be about? So you have option two, which is using equity. You've probably watched a bunch of videos. I'll link a video up here that's very popular on the channel. And I think it breaks it down in a more simple way as well. So definitely go check that out after this. But if you go out there and you use equity, we need to understand what is equity and how it works. So to showcase this, we'll look at example one and how you scale up. And then we're gonna look at option two when you use equity. So option one here in year one, what you're gonna do is save $110,000, you'll buy the first property and that's going to be at $450,000. Now I've put in here the average growth of 7% because long-term historical trends suggest here in Australia, real estate prices go up by 7%. So if we do that, how long would it be before we can buy again? Now, if we're purely using our cash, we're not sure how long this would take because obviously we've got life expenses. We've got life events that happen. Maybe you get married, maybe you have kids, whatever. So I'm going to assume 
that you're probably gonna get it by year four. So you go ahead and you save the amount that you need. Now in this case, it's 125,000, not 110,000. And the reason is because the price of that same property is now worth 500K. Because there's been four years that have gone by, right? So that price of the property is not the same as four years ago. And in this case, I've gone out there and said, well, we could look at different locations and whatnot, but it's probably gonna be about 500K. So you go and do that in year four, and now you've got your second property. But how long does this process take to continue repeating? And you've also got to trust that the banking regulations, the banking industry doesn't change the rules around what you can and can't do. In this case, if you can go out there and purchase all these properties, that's fantastic. But if you look back at say 10, 15, 20 years ago, it was far easier to purchase property back then because of how banks were calculating serviceability and borrowing capacity. Now you could be earning more and be on a lower interest rate, but you still wouldn't be able to borrow the same amount that someone borrowed say 20 years ago. It becomes extremely difficult. As we go through over the next five to 10 years, I believe it's gonna be more difficult to scale up a portfolio. That's why you need to do it faster have more time in the market instead of being scared on the sidelines. Let's look at option two, which is my preferred method and is exactly how I built my wealth. So option two is going in year one, I only need to save $75,000 and I'm gonna purchase one property. So why 75,000 and not 110? Well, you can actually buy property with 10% deposit. And as much as I think that is common knowledge, a lot of people still don't know this. So I have to say it out loud. You can go and purchase property with a 10% deposit. So in this case, why is it $75,000 if the property is worth 400 because 10% of 450 should be 45,000. And I'm gonna to touch on that in a little bit. But the main point here is that we're using less cash and we're able to purchase the same property. You go ahead and you do that. Now, when could I purchase my next one? Well, effectively, probably in about nine to 12 months. So within your first year of investing, you could go and double up and have two properties instead of the one. And I'm not even saying go out there and purchase properties for like 380, 390 or 400. I'm saying $450,000. And the way that you would do this is by saving $30,000 in the year which is about 600 bucks a week. And I know it sounds like a lot, but if there's two people working and your expenses are managed, you might be renting, you don't have a million dollar loan, then yes, this is definitely possible. Equally, if you're making a lot in terms of 150K plus as an income, then of course this is possible. But what you're gonna do is your 30K in the year plus the equity from the first property is gonna allow you to buy the second property at again, 450K. Then you can go ahead and repeat this process. Now here's the spoiler. The first property is the hardest. The second, third, fourth, and fifth, it gets easier and easier because you've got more of an asset base, which means your equity position increases exponentially. That's why when you get to your first foundation properties of like three or four, that's where it really begins to start exponentially growing. So when you go and purchase something, you're like, oh, this is gonna take forever. Once you start compounding that growth, adding more assets into it, that is when you're gonna get the compounding benefits. And I'm gonna showcase how important that actually is in a second. If you've enjoyed the video so far, smash that like button because that's oxygen for me to know that you like this nerdy stuff. And if you do, then I'll continue making videos. Now the next question is, how does this work? Is it a scam? Is it a Ponzi scheme? Is it all a big bubble? Well, let's break it down. If you were to go ahead and purchase a property for 450K, a 10% deposit is 45,000, which we already assessed. Then you have upfront costs like stamp duty, conveyancing, pest build, and you're including a buyer's agency fee. Now here, it's gonna equal $30,000. So your buyer's agency fee, which is between 13 to 15K, and then you've also got your stamp duty and other upfront costs. So the total cost here is $75,000. So in this case, your loan would be 405,000 and your LVR position would be 90%. Now, here's where it starts getting interesting. If you use Search Property Buyers Agency last year and you purchased a property, our average value in terms of how much we're getting it under market value, so if we're purchasing a property for 450, it's probably worth 12K more. So that's the average of 12K, plus we're purchasing in a high growth area. So if we use 2022 annualized returns, our average growth on properties was about 
12.12% in a year where the market went down and interest rates went up from 0.1% to 3.1%. The entire market was apparently collapsing, yet we made 12.12% across hundreds of deals. So now that we've established that, after 12 months, if you purchased a property for 450 and it was under market value by 12K, that would be worth 462 today. And then you've got this growth of about 12%, which actually means that you made 55,994 in that year. Now imagine putting in $75,000 and making $56,000 back in the first year and you get to hold the property and every year you're gonna get substantial growth plus the rental growth and the cash flow as well. So to summarize, your new value after 12 months is 517,994. Your interest only loan is $405,000. And the reason it's still the same as what it was when it started is because you're paying interest only. You're not paying interest plus principal. You're not worried about paying down debt. What you're trying to do is take on the debt, leverage it to go and buy more assets. You can then look at debt reduction after you've bought the assets because the assets are cheap now, right? You're securing good real estate. You're getting the compounding growth. You're getting the rental cash flow and the rental growth. And that's going to help you pay off the loan even faster than someone that was paying interest plus principal from the beginning. So in this case, your LVR has now dropped from 90% to 78.1% because the value of your property went up, but your loan stayed the same. So if you went ahead and said, you got a top up of equity or you refied it at 90%, your new loan would be 90% of the new value, which would be 466,194. So now that becomes your new loan, you need to minus your new loan from your old loan and that equals 61,194. And in this case, if your required funds to purchase your second property is $75,000, you just need 13,805 that you need to physically save yourself. Now you can understand how in the first property, yeah, it took some time. You had to grind, you know, you had to save as much as you could. And yeah, you might've taken some holidays, but in the first year, you're really just saving your own money. In the second year, yeah, you're saving a little bit. But you only really need to save 13,000. And the rest is made up of the equity you get from the first property. So once you've done that on your second property, guess what happens on your third, fourth, and fifth? You're not putting any cash down that you're actually having to save. Now those properties are growing and there's two of them. So that's gonna be enough to purchase your next property. And after that, you've got three properties that are growing exponentially. You've got the compounding growth and that allows you to keep building out your machine without you having to save your money. Guess what you can do with your money? You can start going on holidays. You can start living like a normal human being. You don't have to act like a robot just because you're looking at financial freedom, which is super difficult to get. But if you do it the right way, have the right team, you can actually get there a lot easier and you're not gonna to have to struggle in the third and fourth year like most people think. Let's take a look at what this looks like in 12 months from now. In option one, you've gone ahead and your property is now worth 481,500. You have one property. Your total cash required was $110,000 and growth at 7% would mean 33,705 that year. Now that's expecting that you grow at 7%, could be less, could be more. But option two, you control 967,994 and you own two assets, okay? So two different locations taking care of two different cycles. You're taking advantage of the property cycles. In this case, your total outlay is actually significantly less than what you had to do for the one property in option one. Not only that, but if you're growing at the average of 12% here at Search Property, you're then actually making 117,320 in the same 12 months. That is actually a 3.48X. So 3X what a normal traditional investment would have been on the equity gain. Imagine what it looks like when you go, the cash I put in, how long did it take for me to get back out? In this case, you're gonna repeat this process within the next three to five years, you've now built a substantial portfolio. That portfolio will help you in your retirement. Now, what you can do is start looking at your self-managed super fund. You can start looking at 
diversifying into other asset classes, but this gives you choice. This is the closest you'll get in Australia to putting no money down for real estate. It doesn't work like it does in the US, but this is the closest you'll get. And you can see the advantage of not just going out there and buying good quality assets, but doing it with the right team. And that's why I urge you guys, use the links in the description below, go and book a strategy session, go and book a discovery call, which is free and extremely limited because we don't take that many clients on every month. Why? Because we need to go and buy properties that actually grow at 12%. So we would rather go in, build long-term relationships with people rather than having this mentality of a churn and burn, run a bunch of ads and just get anyone that can work with us, it'd be great. We wanna know that you're the right fit for us because then accordingly, we can build that long-term relationship up over time. If you are interested in the services, there's a link in the description below. If you've learned something new and you're new here, subscribe to the channel, go and check out like the 200 videos I've got on the channel. And I hope you go and share this because we need more people to be educated around these things. So definitely go share it. I'll catch you guys in the next one. Thanks guys.